Finley's Thoughts is brought to you via Anchor.fm. You can find us here, you can listen to previous podcast episodes, but you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and other places. Also, we want your opinion. Send us an email at finleysthoughts at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at, at finleysthoughts. I know he'd appreciate it. How do I know that? Because it's me. This is Finley, and you're listening to Finley's Thoughts. It's a beautiful August evening, uh, the last August evening of the year, in fact, and uh, a lot has happened since the last time we recorded, but I'm going to get into that in a little bit. My, uh, my partner in crime is here. Walker, how are you this evening? I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. Cool. Well, this is Finley, your host of Finley's Thoughts, and it's been, like I said, an interesting couple of weeks. Um, most recently was today. Uh, today was my wife's last day at her job. Oh, really? Voluntarily. Oh, voluntarily. Fact. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this it is a... Friday. You never know. It's the end of the month. It's typical. Well, this was a called shot. She uh, she knew for months that she wanted to leave this place. They offered her a job promotion, uh, no extra pay, mind you. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't tell you how many times that's happened. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, she took it because she wanted the title on her resume so that she could go to other places and get more money because she has this specific title on her resume. Naturally, no much problem as I hate, with, with titling. Yeah, no, I got no problem there. Well, neither do I. And especially since that titling can add several thousand dollars a year in terms of her uh, pay. So, as much as I hated the fact that she was working at a place that she despised, and of course, for the sake of all, we will not mention the name of the place, any of that stuff, I supported her in this with the understanding that it was going to be a temporary thing. And that was her decision. She wanted it to be a short-term thing. She promised them 90 days. She gave them six months in this new role. That's generous. I agree. But she did it. And today was her last day. And she had a story for me as we were um, talking about this a couple months ago. She said every time somebody leaves this place, they end up going out, and it's like they're free. They, they feel unburdened at that point. And I said, really? She goes, yeah, absolutely. And I said, you think that's going to happen to you when you finally leave? And she said, we'll see. So today, I uh, happened to be at home when she got home. And sorry about the chair there. Um, I asked her, so do you feel better? She goes, Eh, we're working on the studio. Yeah. And I'm not kidding about that. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Mm. Um, I asked her how she felt. She said, I'm getting there. And I understood that. I really did. Because it's not an instantaneous thing. Um, I have left jobs in the past that I have not been a big fan of. And it was not an immediate, you know, I'm finally free. I'm done with this place thing. No, there's decompression that happened for me. And I know you've had the same thing as far as leaving jobs that you didn't like. Uh, both. <laughs> you can see why I let it that way, folks. 
<laughs> Every decent job I've had, I've been walked out the door. So, <clears throat> Well, decent jobs, yes. But we've all had, I'm not going to say indecent jobs, because that sounds like something entirely different. But we've all had those jobs that we just sat there counting the days until we could finally say, screw you guys, I'm going home, and have it be the last time we have to say it to them. Okay, Cartman. Did, did. <laughs> yeah, screw you, man. Yeah, um, I'm going home. <laughs> Sorry, when you were talking about uh, you know, the, the significant other, uh, yeah, uh, you know, all of a sudden it pops into my head. Born free, oh, as absolutely. free as the wind blows. You're not wrong. I'm and, a terrible singer too, but uh, you know, let's not get oh, I didn't that. say you were good. I just said you're not wrong. <laughs> But it's I think I've truth. only had that the occasion of I, I mean what what she went through I have only walked out of two jobs in almost 30 years yeah where, where I have gone that's it screw you I'm going home mm-hmm. and and so I, I, I can identify it's 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 a it's actually I think for the role I, I am is a treasured thing because normally it's here's the white box. Out you go. Right. No, I've seen that too, uh, countless times. The job field that I'm in is one that has quite a bit of turnover. Um, (laughs) If you can get past the first level of what we do, you're there forever, or you can be there for ages. Oh, I I wish I could agree with you on that one, man. I wish I could. I know. I am not the biggest corporate supporter. Because uh, you're you're only as good as as the boss being able to keep his job. I've seen a lot of places like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've been very fortunate. To Admittedly, wear... I'm a strong cynic. Admittedly. Yes, your cynic foo is very strong. <laughs> I will agree with you on that. <laughs> now I will also say that I've been very lucky. The job that I've been at for almost two decades now, is one that... Two decades, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a big deal that I've managed to make six. Anyway, go on. Well, I have a lot of patience with some things at times. Um, well, it's not so much patience. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm thrilled that a, a single organization is willing to keep you on for 20, near 20, whereas I'm... I, it's... You know, the longest job I've held in a 30-year career is seven years. And I'm just coming up on, I'm, I mean, the job I now hold is, 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 is second in that list. I've been, in long, I've been in jobs as long as six months. And I remember that one. Sometimes, I'll admit, sometimes I was an idiot. <laughs> most of the times, most of the times. I mean, there was one job I was clearly but most of the times, it's well. What's always worse is the you know walking in and you walk, you see your coworker walking out like, dude, where are you going? Why are you carrying a box? And he won't talk to you. Huh? Wonder what that was about. And you walk in and they're like, don't put down your bag. Huh? I mean, I I I've been been there where the the guard is standing next to you cleaning out your desk while yeah. you clean out your desk and then they walk you off. Now, I can tell you that that's not the way it's happened where I'm at. Number one, you'll have a situation sometimes come up where you're like, where'd this person go? 
because mm-hmm. it's a pretty big facility I work at. And mm-hmm. that's when you find out that person's no longer an employee. Really? What happened? We don't know. <laughs> now, I have also seen situations where I've had to be part of that conversation. Twice that's happened to me, where I've had to be involved in somebody being let go. I have been involved in the researching of an issue that led to people being let go as well. And that's not something that you take very lightly. When you have to be the one that that comes forward with, hey, look, this person's fucking up big time. I have never done that with the feeling of, oh, I got you now, sucker. No. It's always been, oh, Jesus. Now I got to go forward with this. But I've never seen somebody screw up as badly as Wait a minute, are you prepping me? Am I getting fired? No. No. Okay, just checking. You ain't getting a raise, but you ain't getting fired. Um, Well, hey, double nothing is nothing. Exactly. You know what? Then there you go. 100% raise. 100% raise. 200% raise. Do I hear higher? Keep it up, and you're going to get to 300%. I I have not often... I've not often seen somebody get fired before they started the job. And then I read this story <laughs> from a week and a half ago. Fired before you got the job. I can only think so, of a couple of reasons for that. It usually involves felonies. This one didn't, um, okay. but it, it, was, it was pretty bad. A young woman online posts on Twitter, everyone shut the fuck up. I got accepted for a NASA internship. I don't know if you've heard about this story. Or not. Uh, no, uh, scrambling to look that one up. Um. <laughs> so she writes this, and she gets a response from a gentleman named Homer Hickam, who says, language. You, you can't make up that name. No, you can't. Oh, wow. Homer Hickam says, language. To which she responds, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the exact response here. Here it is. Suck my dick and balls. I'm working at NASA. To which Homer replies, <laughs> and I am on the National Space Council that oversees NASA. Walker, I'm going to ask you to look up the name Homer Hickam. H-I-C-K-A-M. Uh, okay, it's in the NASA article. Yep. Uh, well, actually, no. This is RT. All right, hang on a minute. He is a name, Vietnam veteran. Hickam. Hickam. Hickam? H-I-C-K-A-M, Alpha uh, Mary. He's an author. He's a scientist. He uh, wrote the book Rocket Boys. And all around, hell of a guy. um, When it comes to NASA, yes. Now, Uh, uh, a couple things to note. Oh, I missed his first name. Damn it. Homer. Wait. Homer. Oh, Homer. Here it is. Oh, he's got an official site, homerhickam.com. Yes, he does. Curly-headed guy. It should be noted that Homer did not do what happened next. After Homer put this out there, a bunch of this girl's friends start coming out, this woman's friends, excuse me, folks, start coming out and saying, you know, leave her alone, she's going to work for NASA and stuff like that. Well, NASA is not an organization that likes controversy. And they catch wind of this. And once that happens, she becomes a former NASA intern. She was fired from the job at that point. Now, 
Here's the other half of it. Homer finds out about this. He was not the cause of her firing, but when he found out that she was fired and looked over her resume, he was like, this kid's just young. I'm going to get this kid a different job in the aerospace industry as an intern somewhere else. Uh-huh. So this guy, you know, stand-up dude, real mensch, comes out and gets gets to be like, you know what, look, we all make mistakes. This this was, you know, this was not meant to be the way it was. I'm going to see what I can do for her. And so that's what he started doing after that. And it occurred to me, I've had some jobs that I've left after a couple of months in my time. The first job I ever had was that kind of thing. I've never been fired before on my first day. Really? <laughs> Have you? Well, see, I was doing consulting. And so I, I don't think that that's... that's... No, I'm going to go with no. I mean, because I was consulting at the time. And, well, you know, that can go anyway. What it tells me, though, is that in this age of social media, it's so very important to, you know, keep an eye on what you're doing. This is not the first story I've seen of this sort of thing. There was okay, the so, story. Uh, well, I, I was curious, you know, okay, so what's a guy hunting around on, a, on, a, on an intern's Twitter account? And it's because she hashtagged it. Yes. She, she hashtagged it NASA, which, which immediately brought it up on their monitors. Because, yep. well, I don't know, I suppose they kind of watch for that sort of shit. Exactly. This is why I never mention where I work. This is why I never mentioned... Oh, man. Yeah. And in fact, a lot of companies nowadays have teams for social media specifically to make sure that their brand is not hurt by employees doing stupid-ass things. And I got to look at this this kid, you know, this this young woman who wanted to be the intern, and I got to think to myself, look, clearly you're intelligent. There is no question about no, that. Well, you don't well, hang on. Hang on. With, 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 a, with, a, with a response of suck, suck my dick and balls, I'm working, I'm working at NASA. Intelligence? I'm getting to that. Hold on. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Okay. To get a job as an intern at NASA, it's not an easy thing. You've got to work your ass off for it. That point's been made by multiple people out there. However, in the excitement of getting a job like that, you can't go doing things that endanger it. You don't threaten the brand. Everything is for the brand. Um, this is not a new concept. Uh, there are people out there that put that concept forward long before I just said it, but it's still true. And this has led to a conversation that I've seen online that I kind of want to talk to you about a little bit here as well, which is where does the line need to be? Like I said, I don't talk oh, about the company wow. I work for. Yeah, yeah, where, 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 yeah, I, oh, no, I, I get you. Where, where does privacy end and, and where, does, where does corporate awareness begin? Because the whole reason I use a nom de plume is precisely because I don't want do? my real name to be tied to my online work. Unless it's something that I have my name on. Where even then, and, and you know my real name, you've seen my Facebook, you know that the things that I post on that, that are tied to my real name, they're very specific in terms of what I post about or what I write about. 
but things that I post where I use a different moniker. Yeah, but nobody's going to be offended by fluffy bunnies. Fluffy bunnies, sure. <laughs> but I don't write about fluffy bunnies very often. <laughs> <laughs> you got me with the fluffy bunnies. Thing. Yeah, yeah, all right. Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh. So where does that lie? And where should that lie is, I guess, my question. Because I feel like there does need to be some sort of distinction, but at the same time, as someone who's worked for a major corporation for a long time, I get the purpose of saying, hey, look, you, you're representing us. Because I've been in that situation where I have been literally the representative of the company in a place. I've traveled overseas for my company, and in that instance, I was the face of the company for a lot of those people that were there. I could not do something or put my pos- myself in a position that put the reputation of both me and the company at stake because I guarantee had that happened, I would have been paying for a flight home. I would have been paying for all kinds of stuff, and I would not have had a job. And part of me says, yeah, rightly so, but like I said, part of me also says, okay, where's the line? And so... What are your thoughts on this? What do you, where do you think the line well, should be? I'm a privacy advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, um, the workplace does not belong at my kitchen table and, and, and other places. So okay. I'm looking at this going, okay, this girl got a new job, and she's talking to, you know, okay, it's Twitter. Uh, all right. But um, I'm not a Twitter person. I have no reason to be, and I have no desire to be. Um, and uh, here she is, you know, I, I assume Twitter is showing my age, obviously, but I, I assume Twitter is usually much like Facebook. It's people you know. Now, some probably not because, you know, somehow you've, you've expounded some piece of wisdom that somebody went, oh, wow, you have something really important to say. I'm going to put you on my Twitter list. So to answer um, that real quick, it's mostly – most of the time it's people you don't know directly. I have a lot of Twitter followers that I don't know directly. I have some that I do. Right. So. Okay. And, okay, so she hashtags who she's working for. Right. Stupid on her part, 17-year-old. Gee, what a shock. And I, I, I think this guy could have taken this to a different level instead of putting this out in public. I think it would have been the first day's conversation of, okay, do you realize that you now work for NASA, you represent NASA, and... You hashtagged us and and then dropped F-bombs. That can't be tolerated. And if you were my employee of a certain amount of time, I probably would have fired you, which I'm not even sure is right anyway. What did she say that offended NASA? Nothing. And that's actually the point. NASA did not fire her for what she said. They fired her because many of her friends came out and started bad-mouthing this guy and NASA for what was going on. Doing so, by the way, um, what's the term I want to use? Ignorantly, because this guy was not trying to get her fired. He was not you know, doing anything like that. NASA was, would not have done anything, most likely. 
until they got involved and blew this thing up and made it go viral. Now, Hickam, okay, so he sits on the National Space Council overseeing NASA. Right. So he probably has a few guys under him. That would be my supposition. I would think so. Could have dropped dime and said, I want you to, uh, we have a new intern. I want you to find out who her supervisor is. I want you to send her this note. And you can say it was from me. And, and send this manager the note and, and redirect them to this. That, that is not something we should be tolerating. And that is not, that is not representative of the company. Now, if you want to talk like that to friends, fine, but don't include us on that. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been the proper approach. Yeah, he drew attention to it. And rather than a corporation saying, okay, this shouldn't have happened, they knee-jerked and, and released her. Why? For the brand, plain and simple. And that's not... What? The brand, the brand wasn't ever disparaged. I personally agree with you. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, most people agree with you. She, the, she, she, she was telling all of the people on her, tw- on her Twitter channel or whatever the hell it's called, hey, shut up, man. I just got hired at NASA. That's actually an exclamation of joy. Yes. But these over 60, you know, gray hairs all, all wigged out. And instead of handling it internally as it should have been, and if they'd done it that way, not a soul would have known about it. But no, I agree this, guy, this guy unzipped his pants and stuck his dick out on this. He, he's the one that actually should be the guy who, who, who should be taken aside and gone, are you nuts? So you think this is on him? Yeah. Okay. This is his fault. I don't. He should be the one who should be now going, okay, maybe we, we overreacted a little bit. And to his credit, he is. Like I said, he's working act- he has been working actively from all accounts to get her a better job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so unfortunately, the newspapers and the news services aren't picking that up. A couple of them have. BuzzFeed, yeah, but they're not going to they're not going to come out and go, "Hey, yeah, you remember that name that that Naomi kid that 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 said, "Fuck yeah, I work for the NASA," and got herself fired?" She's got a better job. It's, they're never going to do that. That's the news. No, that doesn't sell paper. No, I agree with you on that. And, and to be fair, you're now talking about a much larger issue of what happens when a person becomes a meme. Yeah. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's a big oh, deal. Oh, that could, oh, yeah, I could see how that one could happen. I didn't go there yet. Wow, yeah. <laughs> and it's happened so many times. Sometimes. <laughs> Everyone shut the fuck up. I work for Nobisco. Only because I was really wishing I had a cookie right now, or or, Do you or need something an Oreo like that. Walker, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I need an Oreo. There is an analogy that can be made from this to another high-profile case recently, where someone was fired for stuff that they wrote. I think every geek out there knows about what happened with Disney recently and James. Oh <laughs> <Hunt. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. That is, there, there are some analogies that can be made. Not many. Certainly, Naomi here, I don't think, did things that are as offensive necessarily as the stuff that Gunn did 10 years ago. Uh, just, but to, wait, 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 let's back up a sec here. Um, you know, let's, let's fill in the gaps here. This is the part where we lost the director to... Um, um, Guardians. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because of comments he made 
years prior to directing the movies where he made some sort of not very kind comments, and I forget about what, because I thought it was silly. Jokes uh, about pedophilia. Stuff that he has at come a time, out. At a time that people would have thought that was funny. Yeah, and, and to his credit, he has apologized for these multiple times in the past. Yes. Uh, seven years ago when this came up, he apologized for it then. And you know, certainly Disney knew about it after that. Uh, otherwise, you know, Disney knew what kind of director he was. This is the guy that came from Troma Studios. And if you've never seen a Troma film and you are faint of heart or you find certain things to be beyond the pale in terms of being offensive, don't watch a fucking Troma film. But um, all that being said, the analogy is something that's kind of scary to me. As somebody who has had an online presence for uh, almost 20 years now, if not longer, and that is... Finally got rid of that MySpace account? Oh, God, no, that got rid of 10 years ago. In fact, I can tell you the exact (laughs) event. No, that ties to this. Walker, it's funny you say that because that ties to this. I got rid of my MySpace page when somebody at work linked me into a group of employees from that job. And when I saw that that was the case, I killed my, uh, I got myself out of that group and I killed that account. Because I did not want to be known as an employee of that company. Because I did not want my online presence to be directly tied to that company. I'm not saying that I can't be tied in some way. I'm not Pollyanna about this. I'm well aware that given enough time and effort, somebody can tie what I'm doing right now eventually to my company. There are, there are paths to that. Or at least tie it to my real name, which can then be tied to my company. But with that being said... I'm not going to go and make a direct pathway to that. Indirectly, it can be done. Directly, I have gone through great efforts to avoid that. And so when that happened, I, I, I did the Vegas uh, card dealer, you know, clapped my hands, backed away, got out of my space. And I have had specific rules ever since then about who I have in my online circle that I work with. And it's a very small number of people and has remained a very small number of people since then. It's a very definite split that I maintain because I don't want something to come back and bite me in the butt. And to my credit, I think, like I said, I've been online for 20 years. I've never been called into a room for something that I've done online. And I've said some things, I'm well aware, that I've said things in the past that I'm not going to say they'd be incredibly hard to defend, but I certainly wouldn't be proud of them. See, I, I've, for me, you know, maybe my, my experience is too vanilla. I've never had that. I, I what, check Facebook once a week. I do not Twitter. I... And, and, and when I, when I mean, I check Facebook, what do I put in? I, I, Hey, that, that sounds like fun. Or I'd like to do that. I don't mm-hmm. a number of, and I've known these guys since I was like 12 who are using Facebook as a political platform. 
And right. I've had to kill their stream because it's like, really? How many times do I want to hear about Obama, Obama bashing and, and then right. Trump? You know, when Trump, obviously, in everyone's eyes, more than just Fox News, uh, you know, really, you know, screws the pooch. Uh, he's like, oh, no, 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 nobody understands, you know, that, that kind of stuff uh, where, where it's so obviously stupidity and, you know, well, I'm like I, that sort of vile uh, uh, stuff. You know, I do not step out of that box. I, I, I just like for Twitter, I don't think I have much that I can say to people that people would go, you know, I hadn't thought of that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't look to others for the same thing. I rather I'd rather dialogue like we're doing now. You know, I mean, you know. I think th- you raise an interesting point, and 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 kind of to give you yeah. my <laughs> we're like about what three points off of where we started, but okay. Yeah, this is why this is why <laughs> I do this with somebody now. It's no, uh, but you raise an interesting point. I use Twitter not as a dialogue. I use Twitter to comment on things and you know make a joke where I can or make a make an aside that you know provides some sort of humor or something like that and My over f- the last few years <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I don't use Twitter is because I'd be the kind of dope that it'd be like wow something really disagreed with my stomach on that Ugh. you know <laughs> oh I got long past the I'm pooping tweets don't worry <laughs> Um, but, but, you know, nowadays, especially with some of the stuff that I do online for some of the fandoms that I'm a part of, I regularly get 12, 1300, 1400 people looking at something I've written. Now that's not by any means close to the level of somebody who's famous or a major commentator on a, on a subject. But that's still 1,400, 1,500 people that read what I've written and potentially could respond. And I get that. And I understand that, which is why I take great pains to be very careful about what I write about on Twitter. On Facebook, I do have more of that dialogue. And I think that's because of the way the comments work on Facebook. And it's also the people that I keep in touch with on Facebook. A lot of the folks on Facebook that I know, I've known for decades. And I think that's maybe the difference in how I use them both. They know me, or they've known me, in some cases, since I was a baby. Yeah. So there is that. I don't know. I guess I follow the whole, you know, if, and, and every time I, I go against it, I, I, I prove myself uh, it was a bad idea. But if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. And every time I've, I've ventured past that, I've always regretted it uh, because of... You know, all you were doing is trying to say, okay, you could have looked at this a little differently. And because text is a terrible medium, as we well know, how many times do you hear about some uh, who, who, who shot their mouth off? And because text does not convey humor or irony, you know, it was entirely mis- misunderstood that you were trying to point out that there were an alternative ways you could have said something. And and made it a lot more impactful. Mm-hmm. Forgive that. Forgive that word. And no, it it applies in this case. It applies. And and sure enough, it becomes a flame war 
uh, in which you just eventually go, that's it. I'm not answering anymore. I, I refuse and, 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 and turn away from that medium. Finley and I have been involved in different writing projects together, uh, creative uh, or otherwise, and there's always one guy who takes things way too serious. And yes. you try to point out, you know, that wasn't exactly the best way to handle that. And suddenly you're, you know, you're, you're the devil almighty. And it gets vile. It gets, you know, and, and, and more people get dragged in because, of course, it's never on a one-to-one. It's always on a group chat or a group email. And people are lining up to take sides. And you're like, all right, that's enough. I'm done. And, you know, where I've stopped even looking at the list for two weeks and then I come back and I just ignore everything and get to something recent that I like and then I, I, I go from there and refuse to answer questions otherwise and every time I've wandered out of that safety zone of you know if you don't have a nice thing to say then don't say it I've, I've regretted it and I mean that's, that's classical down home thinking if you don't have a nice thing to say don't bother saying it and the the world of this immediate communication we've we've highlighted this before in 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 private conversation i think we even brought it up the last couple of times we talked where your your life is exposed on the on the per second basis then no one takes time to go you know should i say that or shouldn't i nope i gotta get that in there first well you're bringing up a great point. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what you're talking about is Twitter or other social media used as a writer's room as opposed to, you know what, this is is meant for everybody to see. Instead, it's I'm going to throw this out there raw, uncut, unfiltered and just you know, not take the moment to think this through. That's kind of what you're that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, well, I mean the most current thing I can think of is Roseanne Barr. Oh, she's not a, I'm not a fan of her, really. I never was. But, I mean, and, and what she said was really not nice. But if you've ever seen her stand-up routine, what she says is really not nice. And like a lot of comedians who use that particular avenue as, as, a, as a medium, here you are using a textual message that is text only. I mean... You've been in, everyone's been in a comedy club. I'm assuming that. You have to have been. If not, turn on Netflix and spend an hour looking through their stuff. The humor is based on presentation, timber, emphasis, and body language. Mm-hmm. All of those are, are avenues that are denied to you by text. So irony and humor are completely void within a, within a text environment. So if you think you're being cute and in your head, that's the funniest thing I've ever said. And it turns out to be the most slanderous crap you've ever written. And then suddenly you lose millions for a stupid 150 word comment and basically tanked your career the third time. I mean, there's no recovery from that. Hell, I saw a recent, uh, just to follow that that, that thread, I saw a recent thing from um, Goodman, uh, 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 John Goodman. Mm-hmm. That they're going to write her out by just killing her. She's dead. Yeah, yeah, they're killing the character off. Which, unless <laughs> which, you're Bobby I in the shower, ain't coming back from that. <laughs> yeah, 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 Bobby in the shower, right? Yeah, little Dallas reference for those not paying attention. 
For those of us that are kind of <laughs> little old. Back in the days of the 80s and 90s. And, and the dream sequence that just rubs out an entire 22-episode series uh, for that year. Yeah, yeah, you know. And what, what's funny is you and I, having participated in fan fiction, collaborative fan fiction of, you know, 15, 25 people, anywhere from that number, and actually lower, but where, where we hate a character, and so we do the dumb, stupid death, and we write them out because, you know, they, they stamp their feet, and I'm going to take my, I'm taking my ball, and I'm going home. And so, you know, we walk, we, we write them walking off a cliff, dropping yeah. into an elevator, walking into the air, uh, the, 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 the uh, uh, pressurized portal and just going, <clears throat> you know, stupidly. The Rosalind okay. chaise. Yes. Yes. Without thinking, you know, here in a textual environment, I mean, President Trump is condemning himself for history with his lack of thinking in some of his comments on Twitter. And I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm being political here. It's, it's, that, that, that's someone who has a huge following, who uses it daily, and uses it like, a, like, in my opinion, a weapon. And certainly the president is someone to be paid attention to for obvious reasons. But don't you think you want to have a little bit of common sense about using such a powerful medium that you don't think is all that powerful. You make a joke that you think only your friends are going to say of, shut the fuck up. I got accepted at NASA for an internship. Right. And one of the head guys of NASA, no, one of the head guys of the people that tell NASA what to do spots it, you know, on, on, Many levels, you kind of go, well, you know, should she have said that? No. But she thought she was talking to her own friends and, and, and doesn't understand that Twitter is not just restricted to your friends. That's the big thing. That's, and, that's, and, and, that's and the Facebook sort of can do that only if you're paying attention because that's not their default setting. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And you know, to, to move it off of somebody political, look at somebody else that's had this happen to them. Elon Musk. No, oh, Elon God, Musk. Yes. The last few <laughs> that guy makes a mistake every month. <laughs> yeah, but he's been he's been building up a credit line of mistakes lately. Yeah, um, yeah. His own company wants to vote him out of office. And and to be honest, given some of the stupid shit he's said lately, I don't blame them. And again, this comes back to the main topic we're talking about. Having the sense of this going – okay, I know how I want to phrase this because it's something I've said for decades. Know your audience. You have to know your audience, and if your audience is mostly made up of the unknown, then you have to cater your message to that. Um, I have a couple hundred followers on Twitter. Not a huge following, but enough to where – you know, I, I realize that I don't know a lot of them. They follow me for the things that I talk about every summer. And I know that the message that I give them is something that I'm going to tailor to that. But when it comes to other topics, I kind of keep it limited because I know my audience. On Facebook, I know my audience. In this case, quite literally, there is not a single person on Facebook that I have not 
either met in person, spoken with on the phone, or Properly had an actual... Properly vetted, I think is the term you're thinking about. You've, vetting, you've, yes. You've personally vetted, to use a rather overused exp- uh, term, but... No, that's the, that's the absolutely appropriate term for this. And, you know, I'll kind of give you the example of this. There was, when I first got onto Facebook 10 years ago, Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks to you, by the way. <laughs> Me? Yes, you're the reason I got on Facebook. You kept telling me, oh, man, you got to try this out. It's great. It's real easy. Uh, (laughs) Funny, and I check it like once a week. But then again, at that time, checking it once a week was obsessive. Yes. (laughs) So there was this person, a a woman that everybody that I knew knew. All of them constantly talked about her or talked to her and stuff like that. Me? Me? No fucking clue. I sat there and and I and I wrote about this and I was like, there's somebody that, you know, Facebook even recommends, hey, you know this person, you should talk to them. No, I don't. No idea who the hell this is. And if you had me meet them in this person, I wouldn't know him from Adam. But that's the way, you know, it, it kind of kept it up. And so I vetted that person out. I never accepted them as a friend, and I moved on. There are people that I have cut out of Facebook because I've gotten to know them again. I've watched what they put up there and put out there, and I've said to myself, you know what? I don't want that being represented on my timeline. I don't want them putting something in my news feed that if it came up at work, I'd be embarrassed to see it. And so, and and don't even get me started on the idea of checking your Facebook at work. Screw that. There's no way in hell on that. But (laughs) my my work actively screens Facebook. You can't get to it. (laughs) We used to. We used to. We used to screen all that out. But as you rise in the ranks, the need to be able to access certain things that uh, front level people don't need to access changes. So I have access to certain things that others don't necessarily. But the point is, I, I vetted this person. I vetted them out because I couldn't say I feel absolutely 100% comfortable with writing something that they're going to see on here. I've had that happen with family members. People in my family that I look at the stuff they write and it's like, you know what? No. I'm going to back away from this person on here. That doesn't mean I love them any less. It just means I don't <laughs> want what they're putting out there. I could say this because I know my mother will not be listening to it. She doesn't know what a podcast is. But I mean, I'm almost to the point where I got to block my own mother. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, anything ultra conservative, she like forwards to anybody. I'm getting to that point, but it's not with it's not with like okay politics in general. I don't like discussing on Facebook because it it, it's it's shouting into the forest and forgetting that nobody's. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know, the only thing worse than 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 and then running up the flagpole on something political is saying, hey, everybody, I'm going to get off of Facebook for a little while because, you know, <laughs> yes. I don't like Facebook, blah, 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 blah. I mean, really? Then just to I'm sorry, my world just crumbled because you got off of Facebook. Really? I don't effing care, you know? Yes. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. That the, the calling your shot on Facebook or Twitter of, I'm leaving this format, goodbye, everybody, 
and then keeping your account open so you can see who says, "Oh no, no, don't do that." No, don't lose. What happened? That is. That is. Guy, guy I know. Is, I, I worked with uh, years ago. Did the same thing, and three months later, he's posting again. Well, I got a post about this. <laughs> yeah, some leaving, dude. You know, yes. or at least social media. You know, personal gratification, and it's stupid. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right about that. Um, I'm getting to the point, and I almost did it in 2016, of phasing out a lot of those people that everything they post is political. And it was bad coming from one side up to 2017. It's bad coming from the other side since then. And it, that, that coin flips every, every time. And it doesn't matter who's in the office. It doesn't matter who's running. It doesn't matter any of that stuff. It's getting so vitriolic that all I can see is, okay, I don't want to follow you because everything you write makes me think you're unhinged. And I don't want to follow you because everything you write makes me think you're a sycophant. So where's the thing about kittens? I just need kittens on my timeline at this point. Just bring me the kittens playing cute, and this is why I am married to my wife. Fluffy bunnies. Fluffy bunny. You know what? I, I know bunny. that's Fluffy Bunny may end up becoming a running gag for us, but Fluffy <laughs> Bunny is absolutely true. I'm getting to the point where, you know what? The real world sucks so much, I would rather just see the Fluffy Bunny at this point. You know, this is why a lot of the stuff I post on Facebook, geek stuff. You know, it's about a movie that's coming out that I think is really cool, or the latest Lego thing that I've built, because apparently I feel the need to buy $100 worth of plastic every so often. Or... Commentating on a technology that I think is really cool, or pop culture, or something like that. You know, it, it, it made me feel good a long time ago when every time I would run into somebody. You know, that, that rant you did on Dancing with the Stars. I mean. Look, that samba was classic. FYI, <laughs> nobody did that. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never fucking watched an episode of Dancing with the Stars, folks, just so you know. That ain't my bag. <laughs> that pirouette but, was just under under her caliber. But you know, for the longest I'm time, I'm actually I've, looking up dance terms so I can sound somewhat reasonable. Oh well, you jackass. Um, <laughs> but for the longest time, I would go home and I would see people that I hadn't seen in person in a couple of years, but that were following me on Facebook, and was like, "Man, I love reading what you got because you're funny," or. That was really interesting what you did or something along those lines. I've had that happen at reunions. I've had that happen at like Christmas time when I go home for the holidays. And I love that because that means that I'm doing the right thing. It means that I'm not contributing to the assholery that I see so much of out there. And I hate to say this, but the reason – I mean the, the, the person that we started this conversation about, this, this kid Naomi – I'm sorry. She did an asshole thing. And Homer Hickam, to your point, kind of did an asshole thing back as yeah, well. Yeah, he did. He did he did the 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 um what would you call it? Um the know-it-all move, I think. The well actually. Yeah, yeah. The the um I, I knew a person that was just, you know, they were all about 
knowing all the rules and and they followed the rules and then when they saw people not following the rules they would stand there and go you're not following the rules and it's like you know mind your own damn business how is this the smartest person in the room yes and and okay you know you're the head of nasa you're one of the smartest people in the room but really do you need to wave it around so i guess actually saying the word unzip would actually apply a little bit Many years ago, Will Wheaton, who is his own subject for a discussion one day. <laughs> he does his own routines on that. Yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> and it's true. And it doesn't matter what you're being a dick about. And frankly, he could stand to listen to his own lesson every so often as well. But it's still the, the truth. You don't have to be an asshole online. You don't have to be. You know, um, oh, speaking of the speaking of the call out, uh, call your shot uh, on Will Weekend, Will, Will Wheaton's uh, uh, site, WillWheaton.net. Just if anybody's paying attention, he actually puts, as most of you know, I deactivated my Twitter account early this month. You know, it's like really, sorry. No, you're right. You're right. Don't need to tell us. Uh, I feel like we've not exactly solved a problem here, but then again, we're not here to solve a problem. <laughs> no, no. But no. we've certainly identified. But we certainly the fuck have granted. I mean, I mean, I mean, people, people, people. <laughs> Quit taking things so seriously. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a different subject for another day. The. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on that. That that is honestly, I could go for hours on that subject. You know, the, 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 well, see, that's the immediacy of what internet has brought us. I mean, before we were like, oh, back when we figured out how to use ICQ, uh, and, and we were all mad for, you know, chatting each other and we wanted to know each other, you know, I was like, you know, some of us could have just picked up the damn phone. That would have been easier, but you know, uh, and, and, and. It, it has become, you know, for, for us, it was a burgeoning and, and, and brand new pioneering frontier. And now my kids, your nieces and nephews, they're all, you know, part of that, what it became. And I mean, uh, take, for example, what's been uh, the, the, the um, bullying, online bullying. What they're, which is now a very broad description. Yes. But, um, uh, you know, all these people who, you know, just suddenly just like, like it's a, like, like it's, uh, uh, moths, moths to a bright light, you know, they start ripping into some poor soul who at the, and in the worst case scenario, goes and jumps off a bridge or, you know, does something heinous to themselves and, or worse, heinous to others than themselves. And, and, and everybody goes back to, well, you know, he was, it was, it was online bullying and it's, and it's because the world of, of today for the youth is everything is visible and in front of you and immediate. There is no such thing as a secret. You can't possibly be somehow associated to something in a small community that, you know, 
you are called one thing or another, and I'm ex I'm specifically being general, um, and then being able to move to another location and basically restitch your life back together and become someone new. No, because of the world of online, you get to know somebody and they're like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah, and they go look them up, and the next thing you know, it's like, really, you're that way? Why you terrible? Just fill in the blank with whatever the hell you want, and you can't get away from it. And there is no secrets. And 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 if you don't participate in this social world, you can get blindsided because just because you didn't participate in it doesn't mean you're not spoken about. Having heard about shit like that on the high school level, oh, where yeah. you know, well, I'm not in. I, I I don't use Twitter. Yeah, but we all do, and we all talk about you. You know. And 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 then somebody goes looking for this per, for for this person, and goes, oh my god, do you do you realize what they're saying about you? And and lo and behold, I mean, the world of immediate communication, while on one hand, um, was really cool. I mean, to be able to to to, to interface with people more than just in your community. I mean, that was one of the biggest surprises to me. When I got involved in, in, in group writing and, and some of the uh, creative things that I was playing with 20 years ago, um, I'm, I'm interfacing with people I don't know that turned out to be anywhere from, well, what, we had England, Germany, we had New Zealand, Zealand, Israel, wow, California, um, you know, a couple of early East Coasters. And it was amazing to then dialogue with those people immediately and be able to go, well, your perceptions are so interesting and, and whatever. And then you find out later that their perceptions are really paranoid. Um, just referring to one in particular. And, 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 but that was neat. But unfortunately, a side effect is this, is that some of the foul, vilest activities because of an anonymity. 20 years ago, it was all about making it personal. You know, we got to meet, you and I got to meet each other and other people uh, I just found and made it personal. Even mm -hmm. if it was just over the lines of communication of the internet. To this day, one of my dearest friends is somebody I've never met in person. But I've known her for over 20 years online. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I need to reach out to her again because she's going through some stuff I need to definitely check on. But that early burgeoning internet social media thing was all about getting to know people. Yes. Nowadays, it's the impersonality of it that is the biggest danger. The fact of the matter is, Twitter does not bring people together. Twitter separates us. Mm -hmm. But it oh, can bring I, small I, I groups of people that. together. I can see that. I can see it that. Can yeah, it can bring small uh, groups of people together. Unfortunately, it's also it's, it's small groups of people who all they do is 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 self-inflate uh, perhaps a, a a bad position, a bad opinion, a bad stance, and and so they only talk about themselves in that respect, and it becomes this huge circle. And I'm and I'm. I'm not referring to anything specific, but you know where you have some of the um, uh, uh, 
uh, I always think of the, the, the hate mongering that went on during the election. And as much as everybody goes, oh, it was Russia. Goes, no, it wasn't actually. Um, it was people who really deluded themselves because they just, you know, oh, you, you think the same way. And, oh, no, that person thinks something else. Kick them out. They don't, they don't know. They don't know. You know that kind of stuff, and yeah. and it, and and it, and it and it kills the 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 whole concept of the of the the, the village square, founding fathers. You know, standing on the soapbox concept of talking about or ranting about generally, you know, whatever your belief is, and then the guy over on his ranting exactly the opposite, and you're going back and forth and having dialogue, and people. You, you yourself may not change your opinion, but the people who are either stuck or uh, have to listen to it for whatever reason are going, well, there's a point of view. There's a point of view. Well, I don't agree with that. I agree with that. I don't agree with that. You are nuts. Oh, wow. You are totally deluded. And, and, but you are now seeing opposing views, whereas the Internet has really isolated you from being able to do that. And well, now people gang up on you. What the internet's also allowed is the ability to isolate others who you don't agree with. You're talking about the village square and the idea of the town crier and stuff like that. The thing about the town crier concept is that it allows you to hear someone else's opinion, have that dialogue, and potentially come away both of you having a better understanding. The problem with the internet nowadays, and I can't believe I just pulled an old man thing with that, but it's still true in the case, especially of what we're talking about here, is the problem with this is that it Go is far too easy. Go take your all. Sorry. Eh, shut up. Um, <laughs> it is far too easy for us to drone out the voices we don't agree with and to have just the echo box of only the things we agree with, and that is pure, so dangerous. The pure, oh, God, yes. It is so yeah. dangerous. You know, no, now you don't have to be a guy in Montana living living in your own filth, building bombs and sending off uh, missives about your 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 idea. Now you've got the internet to share it with. You can have someone else do it for you, and, and that's you can have someone else part. do it. For you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got an hour talking about this. Can you? Oh, already? Oh, gee whiz. Yeah, we've got an hour talking about this, and I don't I don't know that. And it's actually necessary. kind of a sobering thing. It wasn't actually all that entertaining. Well, okay, maybe it was entertaining. Just. I think you and I both have a similar understanding of this situation, and I think talking about it has kind of helped us. I don't know that. Hopefully, like I we're said, not one of those people that we were just describing about, you know, just you know, <laughs> limiting those that you know uh, uh, disagree with us. I don't think that we are, and honestly, I think that in the end, the fact that we're willing to talk about this is the best thing. So, with that being said. I think we're going to wrap this one up. So I want to thank my partner in crime, Walker. Uh, couldn't do it without you, man. And you can find us online on Twitter at Finley's Thoughts, F-I-N-L-E-Y-S, traditional spelling for thoughts. You can find us on um, iTunes. You can find us on Gmail, Finley's Thoughts at gmail.com. I want to hear any feedback you've got for us. Uh, if you have any feedback on this episode, we'd love to hear it. Put a review out there for us. You can review us on iTunes. You can review us on Google. I'd love to hear what you think. So with that being said, thank you very much for listening, folks. We're out of here. Have a good one.